there's such thing as a millionaire mindset. So out of the entire variables in which I've made money, there's been three constants in my mindset that have always allowed me to elevate. Not beyond my competition, but beyond myself. You know, my first principle is don't compete, create. And it's this idea that there is no competition, there is no competitive business. It's just me, myself, creating the best products, the best services, the best experiences that I can for either myself or my customers and relying solely on that. Because we understand that, you know, many times when we compare ourselves, comparison is the killer of joy, right? So if you're consistently comparing yourself to other people, you're going to find yourself expending energy, unnecessary energy. Instead of creating, you're going to be competing or comparing yourself. That's the first one. The second one is positivity. You need to be consistently positive in a world that is negative, right? So if you're in a world that is completely negative, that they're always shunning you saying, hey, you know what, entrepreneurship isn't going to work or, you know, this is scammy or you shouldn't attempt e-commerce because it's oversaturated. You know, you have to consistently repeat yourself and be your number one cheerleader, because if you don't support yourself, I mean, how can you expect others to support you? And every genius was first considered a madman. And that's kind of the equations, whether it was Leonardo da Vinci, whether it was Sir Isaac Newton, whether it was Einstein, or whether it was Jeff Bezos, right, when the internet was coming out. All of these madmen were then revered as geniuses. And the reason they were revered as geniuses was because, leading to my third point in the mindset, they were ahead of their time. This means that you need to develop a futurist mindset, a person that doesn't live in the present moment, but a person that lives in the future so that when the future catches up, that person is already prepared. Because we live in a world that is changing so quickly. I mean, I remember getting started with Shopify back in 2016, and it was a completely different platform. It was a completely different game than it is today, right? We didn't have all these crazy plugins. We didn't have all these tools that could elevate us in a very automated fashion. It was a lot of like hustle and grind work. I still remember getting on on support calls with with, uh, the code team and helping them tweak my landing page and uh, things of this nature, whereby nowadays you have like 900 different apps that help you create a landing page and things of this sort. So being a futurist and being able to be okay with the discomfort of being misunderstood, I think is one of the keys of entrepreneurship, whether it was crypto when I started buying Bitcoin for a couple hundred bucks in 2016, And people were laughing at me. They're like, why are you buying this garbage? It makes no sense. I'm like, you know what? There may be something to it. And the entire premise comes from the initial mindset, which is to have a student's mind and to learn from the greats that have come before you because patterns repeat themselves. You can see these patterns play out in, in the world in a natural fashion. You have the four seasons, right? You have fall, winter, summer, spring. You have cosmic cycles. You have the planets revolving around the sun. But the same patterns exist in business, the same patterns exist in finance. And if you can identify those patterns, be okay with the discomfort of being a madman and develop a student's mind to be able to perceive the future, not always accurate, but to live in the future instead of the present moment in a constantly evolving world, I think you have a millionaire mindset. So the patterns that I look out for are human tendencies, right? So behavioral tendencies, are what dictate the world. I look at two two patterns. The first one is do the opposite of what the mainstream is doing. So whatever the mass is doing, do the opposite. That's the first thing. Why? Because most people tend to be followers. And the last thing you want to be is the follower of a follower. 
That's the worst place you can be at, right? Just following the crowd. The second tendency that I look at is you need to be able to do things that are new. So what that means is that the learning curve may be a little bit harder and people tend to shun what is new. So I look at two things, contrarian, I'm a big contrarian. So I do a lot of the opposite things that you know, the average person does, whether it's in eating habits, whether it's in crypto, whether it's in business, you name it. So big contrarian, that's the first pattern recognition that I look at is what are people doing? Let me do the opposite. And then the second pattern recognition that I really like to look at, which is a, I, I can't coin it because it was created, I think it was by the founder of Adele. It's called uh, Moore's Law. And Moore's Law dictates that, you know, as technology advances, it doubles in speed, but it also doubles in efficiency costs. So it becomes cheaper, but it becomes quicker. I think it's every two years. So by Moore's law, you see a big gradual curve towards tech technological advancement. And as you follow that, you no longer want to be doing things of the past, but things of the future because the future is moving so quickly. Like if I told you five years ago that you're going to be able to log into a website, ask this website absolutely anything, and it could spit out an essay, ChatGPT, right? If it could spit out a complete essay, it could spit out a complete novel in seconds, it'd be a little bit hard to believe. Right. So where are we going to be in five years with technological advancements like artificial intelligence and how can we position ourselves ahead of time in order to succeed? So I look at Moore's law for uh, the speed of technological advancements and I'm a contrarian. So whatever the crowd is doing, I like to do the complete opposite. So you need to start understanding what is money? Where does it come from? Who who allows money to exist? What is the, the thesis behind you know, the dollar, for example, the fiat ecosystem? And when you begin to evaluate it, you begin to realize that money is just a byproduct of the value that you provide to the marketplace. So if you don't have access to a laptop, you don't need access to a laptop in order to provide value to the marketplace. You could, in your local town or in your neighborhood, you could provide value by perceiving value. So what you need to develop is skill sets that allow money to flow. Because money, by definition, is a means of exchange. So what are you exchanging? Value for value. In this case, we perceive the dollar to have value, whether it's an imaginary value that we perceive or not is irrelevant, but the other person may want another piece of value for exchange. It may be your time, it may be your work, it may be a service, it may be counsel, right? People that, that go to counseling, some people pay for those things, right? So value also happens to be relative, right? Because what may be valuable to you, what you, what you may be willing to pay for may not be valuable to me and what I'm willing to pay for. So what you need to identify is a need in the market, an avatar, an ideal character in that market that fits that profile of value that you're trying to provide, and then be the person or the company that goes in and provides that service and provides that value in exchange for money and the premise in order to make a lot of money is very simple. I divide it into three categories, two or three categories. The first one is you need to be the best at what you do. Not the cheapest at what you do. You need to be the best at what you do. Because if you charge, if you get clients based off of being cheap as opposed to being the best, then you're not gonna get the best clientele. The first thing is you need to be the best at what you do. So you can't just go straight into the marketplace assuming that with, with undeveloped skills, you're gonna make money. 
Abraham Lincoln said, if I had six hours to chop down a tree, I would spend the first four sharpening my ax. This means that he spent time sharpening his tools. So as an entrepreneur, you have a plethora of tools that you utilize in your toolbox. The question is, how much time do you spend sharpening them? How much time do you spend reading? How much time do you spend networking? How much time do you spend, if you're doing Shopify, on, on the platform, playing with the platform, developing an understanding and know-how of the platform? If most of you guys are payment processing payments, what's your relationship with your payment processor? What's your understanding of marketing and Facebook ads? What's your understanding of, of the service that you're trying to provide? And when people ask you questions, how good are you at responding to these questions? How good are you at customer service or fulfillment? All these things are skill sets that are gonna allow you to monetize your business extremely well. So the first point is you need to be the best at what you do. The second thing is you need to be irreplaceable. If you want to succeed in your business, your tool, your product, your service needs to be irreplaceable. If you look at, for example, a jockey, the guy that rides, you know, those horses, those million dollar race horses. I mean, think about these guys are making tens of millions of dollars a year, if not millions of dollars a year, and all they do is ride a horse. Or the good thing is, is the profile of this individual, the skill set of this individual, the height of this individual, the weight of this individual is so particular that they are irreplaceable. Therefore, you get paid in proportion to your irreplaceability. So if you're highly irreplaceable, Elon Musk, for example, putting people on Mars, you're going to get paid in proportion to the difficulty of being able to replace that individual, which is extremely difficult. So you need to be the best at what you do. You need to be irreplaceable. And finally, you need to do something that is relevant, right? Product market fit is key. You cannot be out here selling, I don't know, land networks when 5G and Google Fiber Optic is available. You can't be selling door-to-door books when people have access to the internet. It may be a good product, but a good product with no market fit and with no demand, right, is irrelevant. So in order for you to make money, you need to be the best at what you do, which requires the development of skills. You need to become irreplaceable, so your skill sets need to be refined in such a way and you need to position yourself in such a way that it's hard to find a different a person that matches a profile like you and what you do needs to be in high demand. So once you add this equation, regardless of who you are, whether you're getting started, you want to scale, or you're already successful, this equation with enough dedication, with enough train of thought, will give you the blueprint in order to begin to monetize yourself, your business, your product, or get to the next level.